This past year, we lost a lot of great musicians. Tina Turner, Sinead O'Connor, Jeff Beck, Tony Bennett, David Crosby, and Burt Backrack, to name a few. I can't say I mourned them, if by definition we mean the experience of genuine grief, but I can say that as a result of the tributes by our DJs, I enjoyed a rejuvenated appreciation of their work. Proud Mary, I Left My Heart in San Francisco, Do You Know the Way to San Jose, Long Time Gone. These songs are as embedded in my consciousness as are some of my personal memories, and in some ways, just as vivid. In at least one case, that of Sinead O'Connor, the outpouring of heartbreak that accompanied her passing led me to explore what I had overlooked, her voice, her passion, her activism, her tragic illness. It turns out, a lot. I am not a musical person. I marvel at DJs who assemble set lists with a coherent theme, and the closest I come to mastering an instrument that plays music is changing stations on a radio dial, which is why I felt surprised all week by having sad, recurring thoughts of Jimmy Buffett. Although I did briefly meet him once while dining with my agent in the Russian tea room, and he did offer me some sage advice, order the borscht. I don't remember much besides the fact that he was dressed in an all-white linen suit. Nor am I a parrot head. If I want to surround myself with bald guys sporting ponytails and Hawaiian shirts, I can go to any bar on Cape Cod. Thank you. But I related to Jimmy Buffett. He was only five foot seven, after all, the perfect height for a rock star, and a lot of his songs moved me sometimes making me laugh, other times wistful. They almost always made me think. Come Monday was the first. My wife and I were traveling a lot back then, doing readings all over the country, rarely in the same place, and living on the road made me so lonesome that I would sometimes weep when I heard the words, I spent four lonely days in a brown L.A. haze, and I just want you back by my side. And what booze-drinking slacker pothead can't relate to Margaritaville, literally losing an entire season doing nothing but pining away for a relationship and feeling sorry for yourself? Story of my younger life, if you must know. And Cheeseburger in Paradise? I tell you honestly that like many of us, I've eaten in fancy restaurants all over the world, and my wife is an accomplished cook. But if I'm ever seriously asked what I want for my last meal, well, I like mine with lettuce and tomatoes, Heinz 57 and French fried potatoes. Another thing I admire was his business acumen. As a liberal Democrat who campaigned against Ron DeSantis, and Donald Trump in Florida, he was my kind of billionaire. Apparently, only about 5% of his money came from his music, however. The rest, from licensing the names of his songs to restaurants and casinos, as well as beer, boats, salsa, tortillas, hummus dip, tequila, and even blenders. 
He had to fight for the rights to the names of his own songs, incidentally. Soon after they were released, they were trademarked by other entities. Jimmy Buffett wrote novels and kids' books and a Broadway musical as well. He stayed married to the same woman for 46 years. The Washington Post even dubs him the official male baby boomer style influencer and says that he invented the dad look. Faded t-shirt, shorts to the knee, baseball cap, sunglasses on a croaky, and flip-flops. Before Jimmy Buffett, middle-aged men wore crotch-hugging gym shorts and tube socks to the knee. For that alone, we owe him a debt. Mostly, I love Jimmy Buffett for his attitude, his humor, and the inclusive irony in his smile that always reminded us, with all of our running and all of our cunning, if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. I'm Ira Wood, and that's my opinion.